With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, it's all on you. (laughs) It's all on you. (laughs) We're going to have fun tonight, Brian. We have a returning guest that was on before, and uh, she's doing some big things. I think I can hear her in the background now, but she's going to do some and, and say some <laughs> wonderful things tonight. A lot of people will be touched and blessed. And I tell you what, Brian, it's, it's just it's just a good feeling to see a sister uh, and, and a woman just doing the things that she's doing. Um, she's grinding it out. She's fighting. <laughs> she's not she's not giving up on her dreams. And and a lot of times, Brian, I I, I see that uh, uh, the reason a lot of our dreams. And goals don't come true is because we make the wrong decisions sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You know, a lot of times it's because we think we know what's best for us. You know? Yeah. We we think that we know everything. I'll say like that. You know, I've I I used to be like that, and sometimes I am still like that, where I think I know exactly what's best for me. And a lot of times it takes that harsh reality of it being thrown back in my face before I can say, whoa, I didn't know everything. I didn't know what was best for me. You know, but it's always great when you have people around you that can help prop you up. It, you know, it's wonderful when you have that support system, you know, and when you develop friendships with people who can tell you when your stuff stinks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know what, Brian? Responsibility. Is a big thing when you have dreams and you have your goals. You have the responsibility of carrying it out. You can't be afraid. But you know what? I'll take that back. You can be afraid, but you still have to have the courage to go forward and go after the things that you want. Uh, oh, yes, Brian, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, Brian, you know just yesterday I had to go home to uh, a funeral. My mom's sister passed, and I had to go home to a funeral. And one of and when I was sitting there during the ceremony, it hit me, what did my aunt take in the ground with her? What is it that she's taking in the ground with her that that, that our family and the world never knew? Mm. And if you think about it, we all have these gifts and we have these talents. And, and I, what I want to say to everybody that's listening, don't take anything in the ground with you. Don't cheat the world. 
give us that greatness that's within you. It's there. Don't be afraid of it because it was given to you and you only. So don't procrastinate any longer. Make a decision tonight that, you know what, I'm going to let that greatness in me shine. And like our and like our guest tonight, Brian, she'll say, it's okay to be great. It's okay to be rich. It's okay to live in a mansion. It's okay to drive the expensive cars that you want. It's okay to help others. All of that's okay. But, again, don't take that wonderful thing that God gave you in the ground. Do not cheat this world. Yeah. And, Brian, I'm sure our guest tonight, that's what she's doing. She's not, right. cheating, she's not cheating the world. She's going after what she wants. And a lot of times people will say, oh, she thinks she's all of that. She thinks she's this. And, and they, they get angry because a person is trying to bring that greatness forward. Mm-hmm. And I know you've seen that, Brian. I know you, you and I both, we go around and do a lot of things. But you also know, too, Brian, a lot of doors are closed in our face, even when we're trying to do things to help others. Oh, I can I can write a book about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think the most beautiful thing about the fact that when that door is closed, it doesn't mean that you turn around and walk away. That means you look for the next open door and walk through it. That's right. That's right. Don't focus on that one that's closed. Mm-hmm. But you miss the other two that's open. Let's Greg, I'm ready on. to bring our guest on. Our right guest here. is right. one of the rich before 30 uh, clan. I, I want to call them a clan because you know the thing about a clan is they grow. And so she's part of the Rich Before 30 clan and she's also a part of Six Figure Mommies. And I'm thinking, whoa, I, I, I want my wife to be a Six Figure Mommy too. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, she's not talking about the figure. She's not talking about the shape. No, she's not talking about the shape. She's talking, well, she is talking about shape. It's the financial shape. <laughs> And so I, I want to introduce to everybody and present again Mr. Kira Casado. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello again. Welcome again to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Thanks for having me, Brian and Greg. Yeah, thank you so much for coming back. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. You know, I know you heard us bragging on you. We can do that. It's okay for us to do that. We can brag on you because... You're doing some remarkable things, and uh, I, I don't think a lot of people really understand and know your struggles. I don't think people really understand how hard it is to do what you're doing, but it's work. But then again, it's something that you love, so it's really not work. But there's also forces that's going to fight against you, um, and we just love the fact that you're fighting back. Mm. We love that. What are, What are some of the things that, uh, that are coming against you now uh, when you're reaching out trying to help the, the single parent uh, become that six-figure mommy and, and, and changing uh, the, the, front, the, the frown to smile, what are some of the things that you had to go through? Well, Greg, um, first off, I wanted to echo off what you were talking about earlier about about the funeral that you had attended and, um, you know, how we shouldn't treat the world with not giving our, what it is our goals and uh, whatever our purpose is in life to accomplish. And I was listening to, I think it was an audio or something, that said that the richest 
place in the world, where is the richest place in the world? A lot of people said India, um, America, they gave all these different places, but the answer was the richest place in the world is the graveyards, the cemeteries, because so many people die with their dreams and purpose and goals and ideas, and all those ideas will never be ever rebuilt because they're gone. So it's like, um, you know, number one, I just want to say that I definitely see that it's my obligation to give back what I've been born with. And, um, again, a lot of struggles and setbacks, um, I will say this, is that procrastination is the mother of inconvenience. (laughs) And a lot of times, um, you know, like what the topic is, it's all on you. A lot of times people don't take responsibility for some of the decisions that they make in the past because, again, what you do today always comes back tomorrow, good or bad. And for me personally, uh, what I've experienced in my life is this the sense of just procrastinating, just always putting off certain things in my life, you know, contacting this person or, um, you know, not taking seriously, you know, if I get a ticket in the mail and, and, you know, I've had so many different things happen with so many different courts with not uh, criminal but motor vehicles. And, you know, you need to get around and you need to drive and you don't value this thing like they say until you lose it. So, um, you know, not just that, I'm also a single parent of two kids. I have a five-year-old and a six-year-old that I have to take care of Every single day, I have to make sure that they're fed. I have to make sure that I have a babysitter. I have to make sure that, you know, their schooling is correct and that they're that they're being sold off of what I'm doing and not off someone else. So I'm always mindful of the things that I have that I'm doing, especially in front of them, because I'm I'm always scared that something else is out there that's catching their attention instead of their mother. So it's a lot of different things that um, that I go through on a daily basis. But, again, as Greg touched on earlier, that if you look at this thing like it's an obligation for you to be successful, not successful, but to give whatever it is that's going to make you successful back to the people who are looking for your story to move forward, the things that happen to you every single day, if you put it on a chart, you know, my frustration and a ticket today and my suspended license or, um, you know, daycare cross, and then put it on the other side and look at what could possibly happen from a person who I do change their frown to a smile, it's very easy to just say, you know what, it's never going to be easy, but it definitely is worth it. It's very simple to just live life the way that you're supposed to live, but it's not easy staying the course but it's always, always worth it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and yesterday, I just want to touch on the, the funeral yesterday. It, so many things were going through my mind when I was sitting there. I've gone to funerals before, but there was just so many things going through my mind that I wanted to, you know, just just what are people thinking um, on a daily basis? Uh, what, what is it that you're thinking? Do you think you... Uh, if, if you were to die today, would you be happy with the way you've lived your life? Will, will you um, 
have lived the life that you wanted to live? Did you do the best that you could do? And I would say 99% of the people will say no. I really do believe that, and I think a lot of people will say, I need more time, I need more time. But what are you doing with your time? We we, we just saw the, the NBA basketball finals, and that game lasts, what, two, three hours, Brian, maybe, mm-hmm. a game? And you're looking at wealthy, wealthy people play a game. They're living their dream, and you're sitting there for three hours, and you're investing your time in them, and they already they're already living their dream. Are you living yours? That's three hours that you can't get back per day. And I understand this entertainment, and you can have fun, and it's, it's just a fun thing, but how much entertainment do we need? Right. Mm-hmm. How much of that is procrastination and you being afraid to step out and do what these guys are doing on television? Right. And what you would say, Zakaria, uh, it's okay to be great. It is. It's okay. And great, but I just had to say that. But go ahead, Zachary. I'm sorry. Um, and when I say that it's okay to be great, when I was at a very down point in my life where I wasn't living my goals, and I wasn't living towards my purpose, I had you know backslided, and a good friend of mine was just saying like, "What are you doing?" You know, it's why it's so great that you let people know what um you know, what your purpose in life is or what your dreams are, the right people, because they'll stay in front of you and remind you. And he says to me, it's okay to be great. And that thing, that one word lifted my spirits up so high that, you know, people make it seem like it's wrong to not be great, you know. And some people make it seem like it's like because you're going to stand out. You're definitely going to stand out. You're going to be an oddball. You're not going to look like, you know, um, everybody else if you're if you're really doing the things that you should be doing. So when I was told that it's okay to be great, you know, it's fine. As simple as that saying is, it just took heed to me because it, you know, it, it really is. It's okay <laughs> to be great. Wow, it is. Yeah. It is. You know, the one thing that people don't understand is that you know, you say it's okay to be great, and I believe that. But why don't people, when they see greatness, why are so many people upset about it? And why, you know, because what I found is that in my and when Greg and I go and do things, there's always somebody that's just upset that you're dressed a certain way or that you look a certain way or you got a certain, you know swagger about what you do and it's almost like they get upset because you're doing good you know why is that why do so many people get upset because you're doing good i think it's because it makes them have it forces them to see where they're currently at and a person who is who is moving forward in their life when they do see someone that they like i have a mentor in the business that i am that i'm in that i see like once a month and when that woman walks in a room, it's like she has a presence that I admire that I'm inspiring to get to. So it's not that I'm looking at her as if I'm hating. The only reason why I would hate is because I'm completely off the course of where I'm trying to go in life, where I really want to be in life. 
But if you are, if you see someone who may be at a different level than you, and you're pushing to get to that level, and jealousy would not arise. It's impossible, in my opinion. I believe it's impossible if you are really living towards where you want to go. But when you're not living towards where you want to go, you're forced to see where you're presently at when you see a person, especially when you know them. If you know them and they used to be in your circle and you look up and they're out of your circle doing better and bigger things, and it's very hard not to say to yourself, what did I do wrong? Because I know the person was at the same high school as me. You know, we probably got, you know, we've had the same, we was in a, had the same boyfriends at one point. You know, we dressed at the same places. You know, we talked at the same, you know, we talked the same way at one point, but now she talks like this. I know I experienced that heavily, but I don't see those people anymore. I don't see my old friends like I used to. I see them here and there, high and by, because it's like when you go into a different arena in your life of trying, of, of pushing to be successful, I have to say I'm saying trying, because I'm going to owe a lot of people on the call 25 cents. That's our little deal. <laughs> but once you get out of that, when you change your five people, because as much as, as you move forward in life, you're going to always change those five people. I've finally been able to accept that, that those people are always going to change because if you're always moving ahead, you have to find people on the, either the same course or on a, diff, on a higher level that, you know, when they do see you, it's almost as if they, it gets to a point where they see that now that you're serious, they don't really hate anymore. But when they see that you're pushing and you're, you know, getting brand new. That's what they say. That's what they used to say to me. You think you brand new now, Grandma. And, and it's not that I'm brand new. It's just I want to be successful. And I'm willing to make the necessary changes that I know will enable me to be successful. So that's what I feel. I feel is that it forces an individual to see where they're currently at and how far away from um, that the place where they want to be. It's almost like a bridge scenario. You could picture a bridge, and you're on one side of the bridge, and where you want to be is on the other side, and you see this person really close to that other side or in the middle, and you're still, still in the very beginning. It makes you upset. Now, one or two things that happen to that person, they'll either get motivated and try to catch up and go past that person, or they'll just stay stagnant and make some excuse to why they don't move forward. Like what Greg says, you can get bitter or you can get better. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think it's time that we go to one of our callers. And I want to start off with the caller in the 919 area code. Caller, you are live on the Abundant Solutions Hour. Hello, hello. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. Well, hello, Amy. Hey, how are you doing? You're doing good. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for having me. This is a pleasure, definitely. Miss um, Casado, I um, actually know her personally, and um, it's funny that she's on the call now. Um, I'm actually not even surprised that she's on the call because she's a great person to listen to. Um, but definitely Miss um, Casado was um, a person that, that I admired for uh, from afar for a long time. And... Um, she really um, exudes everything that she's talking about. Um, she is definitely a person that is um, disciplined. And I'm going to run to my room right quick because I have found um, this 
this uh, verse from the Bible, and I ran across it the other day. It says, your discipline ship is an obstacle race. It's 1 Corinthians 9:27, And this lady is definitely disciplined in helping people. She's disciplined in um, being a woman of her word. And um, I'm definitely excited to be on the call. And I just want to leave this little tidbit. I ran across it today in my daily devotional. It says, yesterday is a canceled check. And tomorrow is a promissory note, but today is cash ready for us to spend in living. So I say to everybody, let's cash out today. And um, I look forward to hearing more from you guys, and it's always a pleasure to listen to the Abundant Solution Hour. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. Ms. Casado, I know you want to say something to Amy. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Amy makes me feel so great when she talks because she doesn't know it. At one point, she called me out the blue because I've known Amy for probably about two or two and a half or maybe two years now. And, um, you know, we're in the same business together. And um, basically she called me up about a year later and was like, yeah, I just want to know. I'm so happy you're still in the business. I'm getting back on board. And I came across your number. And, you know, just to hear her thinking about me and having lasting words from her was, huge for me. And and what it helped me do was it gave me a reason to stay. So I just wanted to throw that out there to Amy. Thank you so much for um, sharing how I did inspire you because you actually inspired me to stay inspired. (laughs) (laughs) And I am disciplined in certain areas, but I'm still under construction. I just want to make that perfectly clear that I am, um, you know, getting better day by day learning lesson by lesson, you know, I still make certain decisions here and there that maybe I shouldn't make, and I, but I take responsibility for them, and that's one of the biggest things that most people don't do. You know, um, I know a lot of my, my family members sometimes when I'm around them, it drives me mad when we're talking about things that happen, and, you know, I remember, you know, I remember we were sitting around talking, me and my parents, and um, a, a couple of our cousins, and they always was talking about how they get pulled over for this reason and that reason. And really, even if the initial reason is for because you're, you know, driving while being black or whatever you want to call it, and if everything is all right with your car, then you're good. But most cases, people will always say, uh, give an excuse to why things are happening but there's something that you have to be creating or doing or not doing for that to always come at you. You know what I mean? So the, I just wanted to make it clear that although I am, um, um, you know, pushing forward and will never stop until things go right, until I reach exactly where I want to go, I am under construction, but I acknowledge my responsibilities in life. Absolutely awesome. And, you know, very relevant because a lot of people, when they hear somebody say, oh, that person is perfect, there's no flaws in them, and a lot of times they have disdain. So it's great to hear someone have humility and say, hey, no, I'm still a work in progress. You know, I <laughs> tell people, you know, I'm I'm not perfect, but I'm getting there. <laughs> right. You know, right. let's go to another caller. We have a caller from the 860. Area code caller, you're on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. 862. 
All right, maybe they're just listening in, and that's quite fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I think you said something. Oh, yes, I did say something. All right, good, good. You're on live. Yes, I am. Ms. Casada is my upline, and I just want to concern what the young lady said before. She's disciplined. Um, she sticks to her words. And being that I am part of the Rat Pack, she is teaching me. She is teaching me how to pursue my dreams. She has brought me out of my shell. And um, I'm very proud of her, and I thank her for that. Awesome. Awesome. That's powerful. Awesome, awesome. That's powerful. Especially when, when someone says that uh, you, you've brought them out of their shell. That's, that's really, really powerful. That's so powerful. Um, and um, for those inquiring minds, the Rat Pack is the rich after 30 group. <laughs> I was wondering, oh, rat. Okay. Okay. Um, no, but <laughs> rat Pack. Right. Definitely Tony, and um, just wanted to throw out to that, you know, whatever I said or did for you, you had to make the decisions to change. So although I accept your um Kudos! It definitely, definitely is you who made the decisions that you've made. Awesome, awesome. But you know, I want to say, isn't it great when people can say nice things about what you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. not everybody, not everybody will have nice things to say about you. I'm, I'm an absolute witness of this. <laughs> you know. Right. I can remember when, uh, when I was in the music industry. And I began to, you know, we were making music and we were having fun and, you know, we're going traveling everywhere. And I had people just putting bad stuff all over me. You know, I can recall a time where there was a girl who said that, you know, they were like, oh, actually, there was a couple of them. And I was thinking, I haven't seen these people in years. But they were just coming and calling my parents and saying, I'm pregnant for Brian and, you know, and it was because they saw my picture up on a, bo- a poster board, you know. And I'm thinking, I ain't seen that girl in like 10 years, you know. But they were trying to get something, you know. And it was like, wow. You know, or they were saying, well, Brian's no good. He did this, he did that. You know, it was almost like everybody was trying to find a reason to, I guess, sue me or something. I don't know, <laughs> you know. But it was like, it was refreshing to actually hear somebody say, Brian, you're doing a good job. Stay at it. Right, right. You know? But I definitely do experience that. I, I I, don't get into detail about it if I hear it from someone else or if I get a feeling someone doesn't like me. I just kill them with kindness. And I don't acknowledge whatever situation or whatever negative things they have to say about me. Because what I do or what the one thing I will say is, you know, I apologize for whatever I did to you. Because I always find that apologies or apologizing, you know, goes a long way. But my intentions, you know, uh, what I tell people is charge it to my head and not my heart. That my heart is never intentional, intentionally trying to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm one of those people who uh, want to see everybody successful. And if I said anything or do anything to anybody, charge it to my head and not my heart. Because my heart is not here to hurt you. But if I did do anything or doing anything that's offending you or putting you in a, you know, have a bad taste in your mouth or, you know, I'm just going to tell you that it's my, it's my brain. I can't help it. <laughs> it's, I'm, you know, I apologize as much as I can, but, you know, 
I don't let it affect me. And that's where I believe the topic really stands out um, when it said, when we say, you know, it's all on you. Even the things that other people does, um, that other people do to you or say about you, it's on you mm-hmm. um, to to let that affect you. That's where responsibility, you have the ability to respond. And, you know, they can call you out your name. You know how they say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. It will. Sometimes it hurts, but at the same time, it's on you to let it hurt you. Because if you really know who you are, and finding out who you are is a big struggle for a lot of people. It was one of those struggles for me. When I realized who I am as a person, as a woman, there's nothing a person could say about me that would affect me because it's like, okay, great, I agree. <laughs> Sorry you feel that way, or thank you for you know. So, just wanted to throw that out there as well because I know I definitely experienced it, and I think uh, on your way to being anyone being successful, you're going to experience the negativity of a person who is not no, like whatever reason. I want to draw a quick parallel to what you say, what you just said. You know, you say on your way to greatness, you know, you're going to go through some rough times. You're going to, it's almost like when you see a caterpillar, and that caterpillar, you know, he's not the, the prettiest of creatures, you know. And when he goes through that process of becoming that butterfly, he's got to build that cocoon around himself. And, you know, sometimes you just got to get all by yourself and really develop the inside of you. See, a lot of people think when you pull away or pull back and you go into that shell that you're going in there to hide, you know. But what I believe is that that's your maturing process. That's when you begin to grow, you know. And if you look at a at a caterpillar, if you take that caterpillar and you help him get out of that cocoon, it's going to die. Right. You know, because it has it uses that cocoon to build up its last bit of strength, you know, and if you break him out too early, he's not fully developed, he's going to fail. Wow. You know, but if you allow that, that butterfly, that that uh, caterpillar, to become that butterfly, when he breaks out of that cocoon all by himself, he now has the strength to spread those wings wide and fly like a beautiful butterfly that he is or that she is. And so I want to just say this. Spread your wings and fly. Wow. You know, well, don't let people talk you out of staying and doing what you're supposed to do because people will talk you out of your out of your dreams. They'll talk you out of your success. They'll tell you, man, Zakira, you have two kids. You're not even 30 years old. Why do you think you're supposed to be rich before 30? You know, right. Zakira, you're, you know, you're a single mother. There's no way you'll be able to be successful. Right. You see, how can you raise two kids and, and run a business? See, mm-hmm. they'll try to talk you out of all those things. I can remember when people used to talk, try to talk me out of what I wanted to be. You know, the they, would, they, thing t- they would tell me things like, you want to go to college? <laughs> you want to be rich? What are you going to do, sell drugs? You know? And I'll say, well, I don't have to sell drugs to go, co- go to college. You know? And I, and I thought I don't have to go to college to really, unless I'm gonna sell drugs legally. I don't have to college, go to college to do that. But I want to go to college. You know the beautiful thing about all of this is, 
and, and once you know, and I think that Gary hit it on the head. Once you know your value, once you know your worth, you you'll it'll really make sense to you. You'll understand that mm-hmm. a person needs your permission to insult you. Right. They have oh. to have your permission to do that. Absolutely. Because a lot of that negativity is just garbage. It has nothing to do with you. But just so just know when you're going after your dreams and your goals, it's going to turn up. The, the, the heat is going to turn up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The negativity is going to come. Because if it was that easy, everybody would be walking around in their manifested uh, destiny and their dreams. It, it'll come so easy. It'll just come. But it's not going to come easy. But you just know that it's going to come. And, yeah, and, and you can't really focus on the things that are going on around you because whether you know it or not, things are going on around you, whether you're chasing your dreams and your goals or not. It's already happening. This right. world can't. It, it, this world can't sit still. It's turning. Every second is turning, turning. So if you're sitting there procrastinating, you know, you know how you feel when you procrastinate. You feel kind of depressed, and you feel down. If you ever notice when you're moving and you're going after your dreams and your goals, you don't know anything about being depressed. It's when you stop. It's right. when you stop trying. That's when you start feeling depressed. And when you feel depressed, what what do you want to do? You don't want to talk with anybody. You don't want to see anybody. You want to go in your room and close the door and close the curtains and just stay in your room. Right. Get moving. Right. And, you know, Greg, what you just talked about, about, you know, you don't have a sense of who you are. I know for me it was a point in my life where I was around the right people, but I didn't see the value in what I was given to the circle. In other words, I was looking up and admiring. It's okay to admire and take heed to a person that you want to become or be close um, like, but there's also a thin line between admiring and just seeing that person as something like a godly figure and understanding that, you know, you can be just as good or even better. And for me, I was always looking for people to make me feel a certain kind of way. I didn't think that I was giving, um, I was giving anything to anyone far as inspiration or motivation or encouragement or adding any value to a mastermind group. I was always wanted to be around the right people but didn't see that those right people were looking to be around me as well. You were looking and once, for validation. You were looking for validation. Absolutely. Validation and also just being accepted and not just accepting myself. There's no way you can feel accepted by anyone until you look in the mirror and say to yourself, that you, I always say I am nature's greatest miracle. I say that to myself, not every day. I'm working on every day. I won't lie. But almost every day <laughs> I say that I am nature's greatest miracle and that there's no other person that walks like me, that talks like me, that that has energy like me, that dresses like me, that wears their hair like me. There's only one Kira. Mm-hmm. And once you finally see that, the things that people say, do, and feel about you becomes very irrelevant, and it doesn't affect your every day. 
And once you realize that you, I, I remember the day I realized that everything that was going on in my life, it was on me. Everything that was going on financially, spiritually, emotionally was all because of me. Just because a person may say you're a little big or you look this way or if you um, shouldn't have wore your hair that way or all of these different things, just because they tell you that, that doesn't mean that it's true, you know. But you have once you realize, and me from personal experience of who you are as a person and what you have to offer this world, and that there is nobody that's going to be like you. So when they think you're different, that's a good thing. I'm glad I'm different because I don't want to be like the masters who are suffering, who are not doing what they are destined to do and be in life. If I'm completely opposite of you, then great. I like I don't watch TV at all. Like I don't understand how people have any time to flick on the television. I just don't understand it. And when I say that to people, they think I'm crazy. They think I'm a lot. How do you figure you? What do you do every day if you don't watch? such and such program or such and such TV, and I'm listening, looking at them like, what do you do every day that you know all the channels and all the different sitcoms and all the shows? And, you know, being different isn't a a bad thing because definitely the people who are the same are doing the same thing and they're all going down the same path of mediocrity. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think a lot of times it's about what are you willing to, to give up in order to create your dream. You know, what are you willing to give up? Right. You know, I I can recall talking to uh, some individuals about a situation they were going through, and, you know, they were saying, well, I've tried everything. And it's like, have you tried everything? And it's like, well, this person doesn't pay any attention to me. All they want to do is watch TV. I have you tried getting rid of the TV? Well, I like watching TV. Okay. <laughs> so if you haven't tried everything, you know. And, you know, and, and it, just you talking about how you don't watch TV, I know for some people that would be like a deal breaker. Oh, you mean to tell me in order to be rich, I got to stop watching TV? I can't do that. <laughs> and that's insane. Because that's how the people that you're watching is being enriched by you watching them. So figure out a way for them to watch you at least. And then you can still watch TV because you're watching yourself. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing, though, when you what you said, Brian, because when you look at the things that, that stops you from from doing or living a lifestyle of abundance, like Abundant Solution, <laughs> mm-hmm. um. It just doesn't make it, it. I think maybe if they look, if people looked at it in that sense of what it is. Like for me, I don't see my boys. Uh, I see my boys every day, but I don't spend six and seven hours a day with them as I as I want to. But I also understand this is a temporary inconvenience for a life, for a permanent result. And once you look at it that way, because even if I wasn't living my dreams and goals, and I was working nine to five you know, doing the traditional thing that most people do or what majority does, I still wouldn't see them. So why not do what I want to do for a short period of time so that I can live a lifestyle for a lifetime that most people can't? Mm-hmm. But it's all in your perspective. Um, 
on how you view things. And I just, my passion in life is just to educate, especially women, that your life isn't over because of those kids. Your kids is the reason why you should be doing X, Y, Z versus why you can't do it. Because that's just an excuse. Babysitters and no this and no that, and I don't have money for a babysitter. I don't have this. I don't have that. There's a way. I know I had a situation just recently um, over the past two or three days where I had to get up a certain amount of money, and I started making excuses to one of my mentors. I said, you know, but I got this going on. I can't get this. And the exact words that he said to me was, get the money. (laughs) You can (laughs) I don't want to hear excuses. Leaders don't make excuses. Leaders solve problems. Are you a leader is what I was told, what I was asked. And I said, I'll talk to you later. And I called them back. I said, I got the money. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's all in. You make the sacrifices. You do the different things that you have to do to just win. And whatever your win is, it could be – and I remember I was in um, – I was doing some work with a school, helping with recruiting kids for a new private school in my area. And this woman – it looks like she may have been, you know, she probably was like a drug addict or something like that. But she was walking down the street and had a voice singing like Whitney Houston. It was one of the most amazing things, uh, one of the best voices I've ever heard. And this woman, is you can tell she's not living her goals because you can see it in her face and her her body and and different things like that. But... For her to have a song like that, do you know how many people she could have inspired with just the way that she sounds? But she has to not be able to see that. But she knows she can sing because she won't be walking down the street singing. <laughs> Speaking of mm-hmm. mentors and edu- education and people teaching, Brian, let's go to 609, area code 609. Area code 609, you are on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. Six oh nine. Yes, this is billionaire Brown. Billionaire. <laughs> hey, what's Talk going on, fellas? Talk to How us, my doing? brother. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, fantastic. Great to to be on your call again, and I I'm loving the guest, uh, Miss Kira Casado. Yes, yes. Uh, so I just wanted to make two comments and also I have a question for Kira, also being that we're talking about time and the value of time. Uh, the first thing I want to say, I think it was Brian that was talking about humility. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give uh, some humility right now, is that I am broke, as I always say. I, I, no, I'm not broke, but I do have bad credit, but I am able to co-sign on Kira right now. Uh, I'm definitely going to co-sign with her. She's a very powerful young lady, as I always say. I've seen her grow. Uh, from a broke cash, 21 years old, she was a broke cashier. Now she's living her dreams, and she's a very successful young lady. Uh, the, the second thing that I would like to say, I also heard you guys speaking about procrastination, and I like what uh, Zig Ziglar always says. He says, some of us, we get so excited to exercise that we sit down and we got to think about it. <laughs> and by the time we think about it, we already done talked ourselves out of that excitement that we had to working out. Um, and my question for Kira, um, this is Billionaire Brown asking uh, Ms. Kira Casado a question. In regards to time, 
uh, I like this time of period of the year because uh, and anybody that's on the show right now that watches the NBA playoffs, there's a lot of people that set within their schedule. And the thing with sports is that it's all temporary. But if you can say that people that are watching the final, even just the finals, it's what, every three days at whatever time it is. People create time for schedules to, to watch a sports event. But if you follow up with them the next week, and they'll follow up because of NBA series, it could go up to game seven. But it can also sweep. But it really doesn't matter whether they sweep or it goes to game seven. People find the time. But if you find them like a week like today and you say, well, I want you to come to, you know, maybe a wealth awareness workshop that can help you and get you information for your financial future, at that same time when the playoffs could have been, why is it, why do you believe that they don't have the time now? Because it's obvious that they did have the time. Right. Um, I think it all goes with priority that people are going to do what they want to do for their own reasons. They have an intention. They have their own intentions. They have their own agenda. And if it doesn't comply with what they want to do, which is something like a game. Now, they're watching these people play basketball. And I have nothing against sports. I actually like it from time to time. I don't watch the series or anything. But if it's a big event, I may get caught up in going to the thing, you know, going to a party or something like that to, to network, obviously. It's the reason why I'm really going. But people who, uh, how do I say it, people who don't, have an agenda or or a plan of action to reach their goals. They always get caught up into someone else's, like the game. Okay, the the goals and the the dreams of the people who are advertising on those shows and um, getting all the publicity and the the players and all that. The people who are watching them, they're actually making their their dreams successful. They always, it's like the old saying goes, if you're not living your dreams, you're helping somebody else accomplish theirs. So when you don't have a plan of action, if you don't have any kind of set goals in your life, if you don't have any intention on being who you were designed to be on this planet, you will allow something as insignificant as a game, and those who are sports uh, fans, I'm sorry to say it, but it's insignificant when you're talking about reaching your true financial goals. Like when my friends call me, they'll tell me about, because, you know, in the summertime we have so many different events, festivals, fairs. Um, They had like Summer Jam. Everyone's talking about Summer Jam, Summer Jam, Summer Jam. The only way I would have went to Summer Jam is if they were to allow me to pass out flyers (laughs) or pass out cards. But I'm not going to spend money to listen to, you know, and nothing against anybody who is supporting in that, but you have to also understand the, the line in between, um, in between the two. The line is, is that you're either always, like uh, we had a, a wonderful guest on our call. She said, and everything that she does, it's around her business that she's created. If everything isn't around what you're trying to, to accomplish, like your dreams and goals, then everything that you do is going to be offset it by something like a game. Mm. I think it's a plan. You're, you don't have a plan of action. Your time can be flexible. 
as such as a game can be your primary focus. Like us, like, you know, I work directly with Billionaire Brown, um, you know, Monday through Friday, and we're always in the office, especially on Wednesdays night, Wednesday nights. And we're in there. If we're not done what we have to do, regardless of what game show, television, TV, festival, carnival, we are doing what we have to do to get us closer to getting over on the other side of that bridge. And if you don't have kind of action, then you plan to not take action. Because else is going to be able to occupy your time. Time is going to get occupied in one way or another. It's all like this topic. It's all on you <laughs> if you decide to occupy your own time. All right. I have a really good question for you. You know, there are a lot of people out there that are hurting, you know, from, you know, past hurt, you know, family situations, things that have gone wrong financially, spiritually, physically, mentally, you know, and they seem to just get down about it. They don't know how to, you know, move forward. You know, what's your motivation? You know, we've talked a little bit about your past. You know, we've talked a little bit about um, your financial situation. You know, um, single mom, two kids, raising them by yourself, you know, picking yourself up from your by your own bootstraps. What's your motivation for moving forward? My, mo- my biggest motivation is that I had a lot of people tell me that I couldn't do it. I still have people who are banking on my failure. And I was told very young that the best revenge in the world is massive success. So every time, and I've gone through my times where, I, like I said before, I've had backslides where I feel like I'm going downhill. But the one thing that I always have in front of me are my goals. I know what it is I want in life. I know I want that Jaguar XF with the champagne color outside with the leather interior with my um, – <laughs> I know details. I know what I want. I know I want that circle driveway with the big brick door, I mean brick um, frame with the, the exactly how I want my door with how my room looks, how my children is going to look like, how they're dressing. I know I see it. I've painted the picture. I've put the picture together. I've written it down several times so I have it in my face. So the days that I have when I get down, it's hard for me just to give up because I have a vivid picture of what I want. I have a vivid picture of where I want to go, and then I have the right people around me. I have the right people around me. I've decided to leave the ones who don't want more alone and stick around the ones who are doing better, who want to be better, getting on calls. If I have a book to read, I'm always doing something that's thought-provoking for me to always continue to grow. I understand that. If you don't plant, if you don't water a plant, it's not going to grow. You know, it's amazing how we go through grade school to middle school to high school. We all are being taught certain things to be better at whatever it is, English, math, science. But when we get older, we don't think that we have to be better in whatever field or trade that we're in. And just like the heart and just like the the lungs, they need to be worked and Obviously, we're in a country with the high obesity rate, 
but we also are in a country with the highest poverty rate. Well, not the highest poverty rate. Let me take that back. But for us to be the richest country in the world and have so many people struggling, it doesn't make sense. It's because nobody is working the muscle of the mind. So keeping what goals in my life, I mean, what I want to accomplish in my life, and also spiritually, when I get down and out, I will get on my hands and knees. I don't care if I'm out in public. I will put my head down. I'll just pray. I'll just ask for what I want. I'll ask for what I need, and God will give it to me. He'll give it to you. When, and you have to understand, you got to be careful what you ask for, too, because I know one time I asked for patience, and all week I was stuck in traffic. That's how you're going to get patience. <laughs> I asked, Absolutely. I asked for him to help me be a better businesswoman, and I got into this big old jam with my car where I was, you know, bum, you know, conned out of different dollars. Well, next time you know not to do X, Y, Z. That's so true. That's so true. He will. What you ask for, he's going to give it to you, but he may not give it to you the way that you want it. But mm-hmm. when it comes and goes, trust me, you'll have an experience. But, you know, I wanted to ask this uh, or say this. Earlier I was talking about the NBA and how we spend so much of our time doing it. And uh, also Demetrius Billionaire Brown said pretty much he, he, he touched on it as well. And, and Zakiri, you touched on it that we, we'll invest our time in other people. We'll invest our time to sit and watch an NBA game for three hours. What and this is this is something that's kind of thought provoking. But if if the the people on television had the opportunity to return the favor and spend three hours watching you, would they be bored? <laughs> what are you doing? Wow! What are you doing that will entertain these people for three hours? What can you give them? If the roles were reversed, wow! And you know what, Frank? Yes, I'm looking at myself like how how I act in the office (laughs) and my day to day thing. I think they'll be entertained. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, the thing is, if you don't have anything to bring to the table for yourself, then you need to turn the television off with them until you have something that you can bring to the table. Wow. That, yes. Wow. Brian, yes, Brian, just, just, just let me know that we have a ton of ton of callers on right now. So, Brian, if you could try to get to some of them, let's do that. All right, all right. Let's go to the caller, and let's see what we are. We, are, we have a caller in the 973 area code. Caller, you're on live. 973. All right, then. Hello. Hello. There we go. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Um, This is another Rat Pack, uh, Rich After 30. Um, I'm the gentleman who uh, Kira is talking about, uh, who inspired her to do certain things uh, as far as uh, her leadership. I'm also known as the uh, one who adopted the RBTs as their father. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I'd like to mention that Kira is going to be, and so is the RBTs, that they are really uh, working on something huge here that I'm really not sure if they really know how huge uh, the RBTs are and going to be. 
um, because this thing is going to explode all across the entire country, and uh, all the Rat Pack people who don't believe in them is going to be shameful of that because um, I'm behind them 100%. Um, and, yes, it's tough dealing with the young group. Uh, they do things in such a different way, but um, – <laughs> I know I've watched Kira um, ever since she got into the business, and I know the reason why her and the RBTs are going to be rich before 30 is because they are all plugged in. And plugged in meaning that they they read, and, and readers are leaders. And, mm-hmm. and um, I, I watch Kira, uh, the reason why she's not watching TV, because she's reading How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. She's reading Why We Want You to Be Rich, uh, Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki. Every time I see her, she has a a book in her hand, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People with Stephen R. Covey. She always has those books in her hand. Um, She just came out of um, the uh, John C. Maxwell's Developing a Leader Within You, and and she believes it, and she reads it, and and she is a young lady that – she will be rich before 30, and um, I'm going to be uh, very uh, blessed and pleased to be have to be able to have uh, and to watch this all happen uh, right before my eyes. Awesome, awesome. We thank you for being the the father of the RBTs. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I. I'm just noticed that they call me that because I'm the only uh, Rat Pack person that actually would like, you know, spend all my time with them. Uh, <laughs> I believe in them, and I really do uh, love being able to be around uh, being there, Brown and uh, and uh, Kira Casada, Six Figure Mommies. I have one question for her. Uh, being that I, I am married and I have a wife, and uh, you know. This six-figure mommy's thing. Uh, <laughs> I would like to just ask Kira, what would a husband say to his wife to get her to want to uh, learn how to be a six-figure mommy and also turn her frowns into smiles? <laughs> well, Carl is very simple. Um, basically, if she really, really wants to still stay at home and not interrupt what she currently does if that's what she is or a working mom who wants to come back to the, um, you know, home, but still bring an income, um, you know, substantial amounts of income, then I would suggest that they go right to six figure mommies. That's I what it ends in I E S.com and get the logistics of the business. And then after that, we would discuss whether or not she would qualify. But, um, Definitely, if that's that's really all it is to qualify, that you have to really have a major want and one open for change and willing to do the necessary things to be successful in the business that we're in. Um, and that's really about it. She just has to have a real reason why she wants to do it. And, you know, we've had success stories like myself, a lot of individuals who are doing it. So it's just a matter of getting the information and moving forward. All right. Thank you very much. Awesome, awesome. Kira, we got about a minute left in the show. I want you to give out your contact information. Okay. I can be reached directly on my cell. I'll give out my cell number. 
um, which is 908-458-1504, 908-458-1504. If you don't have long distance or whatever the case may be, you can reach me on my office line, which is 888-684-3311. Again, that's 888-684-3311. I can also be emailed at frown, the number two, smile, at gmail.com. That's frown, the letter two, smile, at gmail.com. And if you're interested in the income opportunity that was discussed on the call, you can also, again, reach us at sixfiguremommies.com or rich, the letter B, number four, and the word 30.net. That's rich, B, four, 30. Net. All right. And we thank you again for joining us on the show. And with that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. We thank you. Good evening. And God bless you all. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Greg and Brian. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.